Attention Northwest Arkansas businesses and talent seekers. Introducing OnboardNWA.com, your hyperlocal job board crafted for our unique community. Struggling to find the perfect match for your job openings? Onboard NWA simplifies the hiring process, connecting you with the region's top talent through tailored talent matching solutions. Whether you're an employer seeking expertise or a professional looking for your next opportunity, Onboard NWA is here for you. Discover more at OnboardNWA.com and let's build the future of Northwest Arkansas together. Hello, Northwest Arkansas. Randy here, bringing you a quick word from our sponsor, Signature Bank of Arkansas. Since 2005, Signature Bank has been all about empowering our community with local ownership and top-notch banking services. Signature Bank's roots run deep with assets over a billion dollars, and they're right here in your backyard with branches in Bentonville, Rogers, Springdale, Fayetteville, and now including Harrison and Jonesboro. With a growing family of more than 200 teammates, they're ready to serve you with the warmth only a true community bank can offer. And they've got Banco C, the first bilingual bank in Arkansas, to ensure that banking is for everyone. So give Signature Bank a call at 479-684-3700 or visit Signature.Bank online. Mention you heard about them on the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast for that personal touch. Signature Bank of Arkansas, big on assets, local at heart, and a proud member of the FDIC and an equal housing lender. It's time for another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast covering the intersection of business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life in general here in the Ozarks. Whether you are considering a move to this area or trying to learn more about the place you call home, we've got something special for you. Here's our host, Randy Wilburn. Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. I'm your fearless host, Randy Wilburn, and I am here with you today with not only a good friend of mine, but one of the best realtors in the Northwest Arkansas area. And uh, I've asked Chris Dinwiddie from the Exclusive Real Estate Group to come on and join us today um, because, you know, when I originally created this podcast, I really wanted to share with people the story of Northwest Arkansas, what makes it so special from business, culture, entrepreneurship, and life. Part of that is the home buying process. Part of that is figuring out if you are moving here, relocating here, where should I live? And so I said, you know what? Who better to bring on this show than Chris? 
and have him share some of his experience and uh, understanding of this area and uh, maybe take a look at some of the, the, the real estate best practices, whether you're trying to buy a home for the first time, whether you're uh, moving up in a home, whether you're out thinking about becoming a, a flipper or an investor, uh, or even if you're thinking about commercial property, um, Chris is definitely well-versed in all those areas, but I'll let him tell his story. So Chris, welcome to I Am Northwest Arkansas. Thank you so much for having me. I yeah. definitely appreciate it. Yeah, so. absolutely. It's good to have have you on the show. Tell me, uh, or tell rather, tell the audience a little bit about yourself, your superhero origin story, as I like to say. And um, I know that you aren't originally from the Northwest Arkansas area, but uh, but you, you have I'm been not. up here for a number of years. And Yes, yes, we have. So we I grew up in central Arkansas. Uh, we lived in Little Rock. I went to college in Conway, actually. Didn't even go to school up here originally moved to Memphis spent some time there teaching and coaching uh, and I, I'd always said when it was time to be done I would know it and I would switch and change professions and so I, after five years went back to law school started doing real estate while in law school and it was my third year in law school that I had to sit down with the dean and say hey what direction do I need to go here? You know, I've come to law school and, and I'm selling real estate. You know, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of stuck here. I don't know what to do. And he said, Chris, I think you really need to stick with real estate. You're good at it. You enjoy it. You know, why not give it a shot? So that's what I did. Uh, we, I was working at a firm, a uh, fantastic firm, still is a fantastic firm. And it was just, I have a, a little bit different style. And I wanted that style to reflect in the brokerage that I ran. And so started my own brokerage a few years ago and haven't looked back since and, and love what I do. So that's kind of how I got here. The I did finish law school. The law degree definitely helps in the real estate process. Absolutely. Whether it's buying, selling, representing, just giving advice, whatever it looks like. Uh, I, people ask me all the time, why'd you go to law school? You, you didn't have to. And I always respond with, I use my law degree more now than I ever thought I would have while in law school. Right. So right, it has been, right. it really has been a weapon for me. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. And, and I know a number of people that are in this profession that have law degrees and, and a lot of people that are quite frankly, going through law school end up deciding that they don't want to practice law. And, that's, and, and so, so many firms and businesses are hiring people with lawyer degrees with, uh, with law degrees rather, because just the things that you learn in law school, set you up for success on a lot of different levels. It did. It did. We, uh, I remember sitting in class and, and you have a, obviously we all know attorneys and they have certain personalities. Most of them have certain personalities. And I, I remember sitting there the second year in law school and going, okay, so they're teaching me how to, to negotiate and, and essentially how to argue. Uh, but most of the, the winning in a case and, and whatnot is done outside the courtroom. And so I had to take that and kind of transition it into how do I negotiate with my client, for my client, how do I negotiate with the other side, but make sure they don't dislike me at the end of the process. Like at the end of the day, it's not a battle. It is trying to facilitate a transaction the best way I can represent my client and get them into something they really want or sell something they really want to sell, make the most amount of money possible in the process. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Well, and I mean, again, that, that, that 
understanding of the process and how how it how it works out is i think it's it's really important for any realtor to be able to operate that way and Absolutely. to and to really obviously have the client's best interest at heart at all times i mean Absolutely. that's part of the ethics of yes. being a realtor so um i certainly can appreciate that and you know in a former life i was a real estate agent and a broker and so i know exactly you know where you're coming from but tell tell the audience um a, a little bit, just kind of walk us through your understanding of the real estate marketplace in Northwest Arkansas. And when I think about Northwest Arkansas, I'm basically talking from, you know, yes, you could you could add Bella Vista to it because that's the last city before you hit the Missouri border. But really, I'm I'm talking about Bentonville to Fayetteville, and I know that there's a lot of differences in between there, but there are some similarities, not just in the housing stock, but just in the way things are done. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, the you know if if you're moving into Northwest Arkansas, you you get lumped into it's Northwest Arkansas. It's one region. You know it's it's one. It's Arkansas, and it has its own stigma. But once you get here, you realize every city has its own distinct personality, its own flavor, uh, and and because of that, you do need a realtor that understands who you are what you're looking for, what price points you're at, and be able to facilitate. You know, you, you thought you really wanted to be in Fayetteville, but actually I think you want to be in Rogers or you want to be in Bentonville. And then show them that. And, then, and there's times that that's not always 100% accurate, but being able to take the overall real estate market in Northwest Arkansas and tell clients it is as hot as it's ever been since I've been a realtor. Yeah. It is it moves extremely fast. Uh, what I tell all my clients, all my buyers is be prepared to be very patient and then act within about 30 minutes if yeah. the right property comes on the market. Yeah. And, and you can go I mean, weeks without the right property, you know, depending on budget and entry point and style. But literally on a Thursday night, somebody can enter a property in at 11 p.m. Friday morning, the hot sheet comes out. And I'm calling clients saying, we need to get in before lunch because they're going to have offers before the close of business on Friday. Yeah. And if you want a shot, you need to get in now and, and go from there. So, and that's, that's sometimes tough coming from different markets around the country where, you know, not everybody wants to make a decision on that sort of investment in a matter of hours, but you have to in Northwest Arkansas. It's just part of the market up here. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, and that that is a that is it is a really good point. And I think anyone that that wants to buy property and is not willing to, you know, make a a fairly quick decision, you could run into some problems. I found that out when buying real estate here in Northwest Arkansas, and it's one of those things where I was fortunate enough. The first house that I bought was a duplex, and I purchased it directly from the seller who hadn't really advertised it. So it was kind of like out of sight, out of mind. People just didn't know about it. But when a property hits the multiple listing service or MLS, or which you know flows into Zillow and all these other different apps that most people use and check out on their phone, then it's fair game for anyone. Yes. And people can jump on there right away and make an offer. And you know we, we've seen that, at least that's what I've experienced here, that the market in its moments moves is very fluid and it moves quickly. It does. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, so there's a big difference here. Um, but I do think that one of the things that I like about Northwest Arkansas is that you do get a lot of home for your money. You do. In some instances, especially considering 
other big markets. You <laughs> yeah, know, you yeah. compare us to even Dallas now, even which Dallas, is so expensive. I mean, so. you know, we were just down in Dallas uh, a month ago, and we were looking at homes and different things, and you know, the the house that we wanted to go see was over four hundred dollars a foot. Wow. You know, and so yeah. that you know up here. You know, our kind of threshold is in the $200 a foot. Once we get over $200 a foot, it's truly a custom. It's truly in one of the highest sought-after areas in northwest Arkansas. Right. And down there, you can just about double that. You yeah. know, but, but I will say, comparatively speaking, we are much more similar to a Dallas market than anything else really in the region. Okay. You know, it's the, the sought-after areas of Dallas are no different than the squares here or, you know, Mount Sequoia and Fayetteville. Those are always super sought-after properties, and when they go on the market, it doesn't come up very often. And when it does, if you don't buy it then, you might not get another shot at that kind of house for 20 years. Because yeah. people move in and they just don't leave. They yeah. like it so much. So Yeah, and, and, you know, what I'm noticing here now is that, you know, there's, there's this move to trying to really create some master plan communities. Um, I know they're trying to do it in Johnson. Um, You know, when you think of master plan communities, people think, uh, or really they, they lean towards places like Frisco, Texas and other places like that, that have had uh, a significant impact in those regions. And so it'll be interesting to see how those types of master plan communities are able to gain some ground here in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, and I think they'll do really, really well over the long haul. There's no doubt we're still in Arkansas, so it might take a little bit longer to catch on compared to Frisco, you know, or Seaside or outside of Atlanta. But at the end of the day, everyone likes community. Everyone craves community. And the one thing those master plan communities give you is a predisposition to a really well-designed community where you interact with your neighbors and you almost kind of have built-in friends at the end of the day. And that's what, you know, we saw kind of a a mass exodus to the suburbs and big lots and big houses. And those are still very much in play here and they're very sought after. But you also there, you can pull in your garage and never see your neighbors if you don't want to. And so sometimes that's not always the best idea for everyone. Some people really want, no, I want to be able to sit on my porch and see four or five different neighbors, say hi to them. You know, we play with our neighbor's dog. You know, they play with my kids. They drop off baskets on the front porch and my kids love it. They eat it up. And, And for us, I mean, we're willing to trade big yard for that community feel with the parks right there and, and the shopping and you can walk and go pick him up from school on a golf cart, you know, and whole nine yards. Yeah. So, and, and what would you say? I mean, we're actually in, we're, we're, for those of you that are listening to this, um, we are in one of the, uh, model homes here at mission Heights, Yes, which is just off of, um, mission, uh, almost before you get to crossover. So it's between Old Wire and Crossover on Mission. Mission Heights sits up perched up on a hill and as I was walking into the model home, I was able I turned around and, and you get such a nice expansive view of Fayetteville. Yes. You know, and, and and beyond in Springdale. I mean you can even see that. So it's kinda cool everything that you can see. Tell us just a little bit about this Mission Heights, because I know that this this location they're trying to achieve that objective that you you just discussed with regard to creating a sense of community where you know not necessarily huge yards but you're 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 close to everybody and to everything so you want to talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely so we took over this project about a year ago and and had a lot of success doing it we have really enjoyed it 
we moved from East Fayetteville, moved over here when we took over the project, and have loved it. I, if Truth be told, if you just asked me, you know, hey, is your, uh, is your master plan to live in one of these communities that, it, you know, small yards, almost zero lot line, I don't know how I would have answered that two years ago, three right. years ago. Right. Uh, now, I absolutely know how I would answer it. Every time, I, I mean, we we love living. Like I said, I I drive the golf cart through Mount Sequoia to pick up Elijah from Root Elementary School. Wow! And you know, he's got all of his friends, whether they're across the street, whether they're in the neighborhood, whether they're up Mount Sequoia. And so we, I mean, we had friends come by and drop him off on their golf cart the other day. Yeah. So this neighborhood, it's taken a while. It's had some history to it, but same way Johnson Square, the same way Seaside. Uh, Serenby in Atlanta, it's all kind of the same developers who had a master plan to develop commercial, residential, multi-use type environment to where if you don't want to, if you want to park your car on a Friday night and not have to get back in it till Monday morning, you can do that here. And so we're working our way towards that. We've been working with developers for the commercial for a while now. We're finally making some headway on that with the city, so we're excited about that. Had a couple meetings this week about that. Um, When all of this stuff comes to fruition, you're going to get to see Fayetteville really put a stamp on the multi-use, walkable urban sustainability movement, which has kind of caught fire nationally so we're kind of excited to get part of that in fact i mean we're buying another like smart electric smart car to be able to drive around the neighborhood Uh, that's kind of the plan is to to put stations through the neighborhood so you can drive down the commercial charge your golf cart or smart car and drive back up home when you're done there you go for those of you with for those of the people the listeners in the audience that have a tesla or a chevy volt or something like that you you can take advantage of it or and and we won't exclude the prius users as well so if you have a prius (laughs) that's that's fine you're welcome you'll be like the third one in the neighborhood with a prius exactly exactly and it's great because there's i mean core brewing is right down the street you've got the east side grill um you've got the um the, the neighborhood market for Walmart, which is right there. You can order your groceries and pick them up there. I mean, there's a lot of things that are specifically right here in this area. So that, that, that works out, uh, perfectly. But, um, but yeah, that, that is, um, that, that's great, uh, for, for Mission Heights. And I, I look forward to seeing, um, what this development ultimately becomes. It's, it's, uh, set for how many homes? Roughly 80 homes. Okay. So we'll have 80 homes in here and, and they change the, the one thing that we do different here is, some of them are built pre-purchase, but there's nothing spec about them. We right. have custom builders, whether it's Ben Booth, Jacob Tankersley, Jeff Martin, Josh Porter. Uh, I think we're going to have a couple other builders come in, kind of put their stamp on it. You get to do your individual styles and flares with the neighborhood. And that's one of the, the stigmas that I think everybody thought was, well, they're not going to let you build what you want to build in here custom-wise. And that's not the truth at all in here. We just care that it's nice, that it's yeah. well built, that it looks cool. We just don't want cookie cutter stuff in the neighborhood. We want it to have its own style, and and that's the that's what's been so fun about that's what's been different and so much fun about this project was hey, you know uh, I've had a hand in getting to develop the new houses that are rolling out this spring and work directly with the architect and directly with the city, work directly with the developers for the commercial coming in from Dallas, and and that whole process has been kind of refreshing because it does i mean real estate you want we all want to be able to put our stamp on the city you know whether that is 
economically or just as a family or whatever it looks like. And so that's what we're hoping with this project is Mission Heights will put its stamp on the city of Fayetteville and, and be a, a, you know, kind of a crown jewel for years to come. Okay. All right. So, you know, and we, and we talked about this a little offline. One of the reasons, again, why I wanted to, to do a, a discussion about real estate here is because so many people are relocating to this area. And depending on who you talk to in the day of the week, it's somewhere between 35 and 50 people a day are relocating here to Northwest Arkansas. That's a lot of people. Yes. It's one of the reasons why they say that the the census area, this will be about 800,000 people by 2040. That's just 20 years away. Yes. So with that type of growth and the understanding of how this market is going to change over time, what are some you know pieces of advice or, or, or wisdom that you, Chris, would want to share uh, with our listeners with regard to not necessarily, I'm not asking you to be, to say where you see the market being in the next few years, we know it's going to grow, but somebody coming new to this area, what advice would you give them to think about buying a home? And I know one piece of advice that I've gotten recently that I, I used when I came here, I rented for the first year to figure out exactly where I wanted to live. And that's not bad advice whatsoever yeah. because it is so different in each city if if renting for a year, so it's, there's a caveat to that because it's not an easy rental market either. Right. Between the college, between the big three that bring in an exorbitant amount of employees, right. the rental market's tough. Right now, there is one house for sale in East, or one house for rent in East Fayetteville. One. Really? Period. Yeah. And so that's a whole different animal. If you want to get in a certain school, sometimes renting's not even an option. So what I would encourage is, seek out advice, seek out a realtor, even if it's not me, seek out a realtor that knows the area well, be well represented and and make sure they are looking out for your best interest because I I hope I can speak for every realtor that we want you happy. You know, we want you to make a well-educated purchase. We want you to have a home. And at the end of the day, we want you to be able to sell whether that's in two years or five years and make money as opposed to ever having to take a loss at a closing table, because that's kind of every realtor's worst nightmare, yeah. is, is that's going to happen. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And the other thing that I, I realized here, too, is that um, things move fairly quickly once the process gets started and you've yes. got a signed contract. I mean, you can you can get to a closing in 45 days um, or or maybe, you know. I have lenders who can cut that in half, and right. I'm being serious. Like, we <laughs> use them. Uh, I think we closed one last year in 22 days. Wow. That's tight. Yeah. I don't yeah. love doing 22 day closings no. but well all your ducks have to be in a row with that they do so, yeah. for sure but so. but one month closings are absolutely standard you know yeah. in, in fact it used to be like 45 day closings were standard and now when you see an offer with 45 days on it the response is why are they waiting 45 days is right. there a reason they're yeah. waiting 45 days 60 days is unheard of now right just because you don't need it yeah so yeah. that that streamline of the process has been awesome for us and for realtors being able to move the market quicker Things don't sit on the market pending now as long. You know, mm-hmm. you get to see comps. And that's, truth be told, that's been a big driving factor in the market moving so fast. Because, you know, no if you think about it in the past, you were taking 60 days to break records in a neighborhood. Well, when you cut that in half, now we're breaking records in half the time. And so it's just a constant through the selling season. New comps are popping up every day. You know, we in here were, were well over 200 bucks a foot on the last few and that just provided two neighborhoods over. They're going to be over $200 a foot now. Right. And they use these comps. Yeah. So that's what's yeah. been neat to watch is, is just a driving force of markets 
and how quick things move around here. And, so. and what would you say about this area for those that maybe are looking at, at, at Northwest Arkansas or specifically Fayetteville, Springdale, Rogers, or Bentonville with regard to coming in and doing some investing, you know, from a flipping perspective, you know, to buy and to buy low, of course, and sell high, which is the American way, right? But uh, Absolutely. what pieces of advice would you, would you give to anyone maybe coming into this market with the idea or, or desire to do something like that? It is possible. Um, I will say that it is probably harder in this market than it is in a lot of other markets. And the reason being, we have, had, we have seen more and more buyers willing to come in and buy a property at the top of the market that needs a full renovation because they don't have anywhere else to live. Yeah. And so if they have nowhere to rent and nowhere else to live, you're going to see people come in and go, you know what? I know that needs X amount for a renovation and I'm already at the top of the market. But where are we going to sleep? Mm-hmm. You know, hotels get old. Yeah. You know, week, weekends turn into weeks and two weeks in a month. And so what I tell all of my investors, one, be patient. Do not get in a hurry. Two, just make sure your profit margin, you're not expecting as high of a profit margin as you've experienced in other markets. Because you're, there's still plenty of areas to make money. You just can't expect to make as much money or, or hang on to it a little bit longer and then you'll see the profit go back up because our market is increasing so fast. Yeah. But the flippers usually want to unload it a little quicker. Right. Um, the renters do much, much better because if you want to buy a house and rent it out you know, and clear X amount per month, there's always opportunity to do that. And so we see a lot of outside investors coming in from Dallas and Kansas City and, and even Memphis and Tulsa and Oklahoma City, and they'll just buy up houses, either to rent to college students. You know, in Fayetteville, it's big. You can rent to college students whenever you want to or professors that are coming in. Bentonville's a little different. It's, it's vendors and Walmart, Springdale's, Tyson, and J.B. Hunt in that area. So there's just so much opportunity to rent because of what you said earlier, where you come in, you maybe want to rent for a year, right. that you have a bunch of people come in and buy those houses that maybe that client would have bought if it was still on the market, but it's not. So yeah. That yeah. Is, um, that's the biggest shock to the first time home buyer market because a lot of them, you know, they come here for college and maybe they come from central Arkansas or they come from an area where X amount gets you a certain kind of house right. and they'll come up here and say, Hey, we want to buy a house. You know, they'll go to college for you and say, Hey Chris, we want to buy a house and, and I'm having, okay. You know, and you ask their budget and then you have to try to gently educate them that, you know, that's not going to buy the same house that it will in Little Rock. Right. It's not going to buy the same house that it will in Memphis or anywhere else in Arkansas for sure. And yeah. so that's always a hurdle that um, as long as they're well-educated, it's a, it's a really smooth process. And that's what I enjoy doing is making sure somebody's well-educated when they're buying that house and they know what they're getting into. Yeah, so. no, that's awesome. So I know one of the things that we talked about and, 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 and something that you you said kind of separates you from a lot of other folks out there that may be uh, working in this arena is that, you know, you're, you're willing to, um, tell people that they shouldn't buy a, pr- a place. Absolutely. And I mean, at, at any point in time in the process, you know, Absolutely. I mean, cause I mean, clearly you earn your, your money by getting a commission. It's true. And, uh, and so if you don't sell a house, you don't get paid. It's true. <laughs> that's, it's that's, very that's, much true. That's the, that's the you tough know. part. So when you tell someone, Hey, you probably shouldn't buy this place. 
basically at the same time it's it's that's that's food off your table. I mean, it's 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 a challenge. And I know sometimes it's a conflict of interest for a lot of realtors that struggle with that because they know, hey, I mean, bills have to be paid. I've got to get I've got to do what I've got to do to take care of my family. And this person's ready to buy the house or they're on the fence. And I, I in my mind, I'm saying I probably should tell them they shouldn't buy it. But my wallet's saying something different. And again, and it's just the realities and the economics of the time and the way things are. But you kind of pride yourself on on being willing to just say no to deals, um, even if it means that there's no commission involved for you. It's true. We uh, So we do things a little bit different than a lot of brokerages in that. And there's let me, let me clarify. There's multiple ways to skin a cat. So, yeah. you know, this is not a knock on anything that anybody else does. It's just we decided to do a little bit different. We don't do a whole lot of advertising. And the reason we don't is because ours is pretty much entirely word of mouth. Mm-hmm. And what I learned early on was a, a good no to a client is just as good and just as beneficial to the brokerage as a home run, yes. Because... They're going to look, you know, and maybe at the time it's not, but two or three years down the road, they see that same property and they see what it's worth or what the next buyer went through after they bought it or, or X, you know, any number of things. And they go, oh my goodness, you know, he, he saved us, you know, X amount of headache and time and money. And it also, it depends on the buyer, but $20,000 mistake to certain buyers can be life changing. Yeah. And and yeah. that is what we have figured out is that the I will get just as many referrals from a good no as I do a good yes. Yeah. And and that's what we pride ourselves on. I want I want business from somebody that I have that has been referred to me from somebody that I have already done business with and represented because it's those clients that already have a level of trust in me. And you know, I they got to witness their friend taken care of or their boss or you know, or their business partner, whatever that is. And when they see them represented well, they trust me. Yeah. And, and building that level of trust is crucial as a realtor, as a broker, as, as anything in our profession, because at the end of the day, they're taking us at our word. Yeah. And it's our word they're having to trust. And so if they don't trust that, then it's going to be really hard to overcome that hurdle. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time, all you have is your name. So, and if that gets 100%. messed up, you got problems. Hundred percent. In this market, and in this industry, in the real estate industry, that, that's all you have, really. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, well, man, this has been great. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to to connect with us. I know we've been trying to make our schedules work so that we could get in front of each other and and do this interview. So I really appreciate you doing this. And and again, I I really want the audience to understand that, you know, my goal wasn't to expose you necessarily to, to Chris and the exclusive real estate group. My goal was to, uh, to ex, ex, you know, expose you to some really good advice uh, when it comes to buying a home here in Northwest Arkansas. And I think I'll, I'll probably have to have you come on again in the future and we'll have to think of some other topics to talk about around this. It's one of the biggest purchases that most people make in their lifetime. Absolutely. Um, unless you're buying a yacht. So if we've got anybody that's listening to this podcast that's in the market to buy a yacht, you need to give me a call. Check Call me Randy. out because I, I'd like to you. talk with you about some other things that, we, that I could sell you and we can go from there. But in, in all seriousness, though, it, it is... It's it's a major purchase, and you always want to do the right thing when it comes to to buying real estate um, because it's it's you know and for a lot of people it's a legacy that they leave for their family and for their children and their children's children. So you know it's important. Um, so 
and and I think it's also helpful for people that are that are that are in and out of this area and not familiar with Northwest Arkansas above and beyond the fact that you know that there's some great job here that your company wants to expose you to and you're thinking about relocating here. This is a great place to come. Northwest Arkansas is a great place to raise a family, and there's a lot of tremendous opportunities, just like Chris um, mentioned here on the podcast. So if you want to learn more about Northwest Arkansas, outside of listening to the I Am Northwest Arkansas podcast, you can check out great people like Chris Dinwiddie and others that are doing some amazing things here in Northwest Arkansas, and they can kind of help you uh, walk and navigate the waters depend, no matter what you're doing, whether it's buying a house, buying a car, it doesn't matter. That's the one thing I love about Northwest Arkansas is that the people are genuine and they're friendly. We love it here. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, we've, we've lived in multiple cities and I can't imagine living in any other city in the country. And we plan on raising a family here and staying here the rest of our lives. That's awesome. Well, so. good, good, good. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I really appreciate you taking time. And if people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to contact you? Uh, they can call my cell phone, 479-305-0468, or they can get on the website at theexclusiverealty.com. Okay, perfect. Well, there you have it, folks. You've got his connection, uh, contact information. Uh, I will make sure to put all of Chris's information, including a link to his website, in the show notes so that you can see those and uh, just reach out to him. If you decide to reach out to Chris in any way, shape, or form uh, about real estate-related matters or just have a question for him, let him know that you heard about him on the podcast. Please let your friends know. If anything that you decide to do based on information that you hear on this podcast and you go to a, a store, you go to a restaurant, you talk to somebody like a Chris... Uh, let them know that you heard about them here first at I Am Northwest Arkansas, the podcast. So we really appreciate that. Remember, sharing is caring, and we appreciate you. Chris, thank you so much for being on this episode. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. We'd love to do it again. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, there you have it. We will see you soon. I hope you have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. hope you enjoyed this episode of I Am Northwest Arkansas. Check us out each and every week available anywhere that great podcasts can be found. For show notes or more information on becoming a guest, visit IamNorthwestArkansas.com. We'll see you next week on I Am Northwest Arkansas.